Good morning, my friends, and Merry Christmas. Welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Thursday, December 31st. Uh, Happy New Year's Eve to you all. And I continue to wish you a Merry Christmas. We continue to be in the octave of Christmas. Again, uh, for those who may not have listened to Tuesday's podcast, Christmas and Easter within the Catholic tradition are such high feast days that we celebrate them not for one day. We celebrate them for eight days each in an octave. Very different, brothers and sisters, than the season. The Christmas season does not end tomorrow when the octave ends. The octave is Christmas Day. It's like today is still Christmas Day, uh, even though we're day seven after it. Uh, But the Christmas season actually goes uh, until the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord, which is a week from this coming Sunday. Last weekend, last Sunday, we celebrated the Feast of the Holy Family. This Sunday, we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany, uh, the arrival of the Magi uh, at the uh, stable. And then next Sunday, so Sunday the uh, 10th of January, we celebrate the Feast of the Baptism of the Lord. And that feast day ends the Christmas season. Tomorrow, Friday, January 1st, we celebrate the Feast of Mary, the Mother of God, and that ends the octave. So tomorrow's the last day uh, we, well, we can still say Merry Christmas to each other, but it's the last day we as Catholics celebrate that octave that it, it is still Christmas because of the high feast day. That's a whole lot of jibber jabber before we even get to the uh, gospel reading today, which is a gorgeous one. One of the most um, oh, poetic, beautiful Readings in all of Scripture. Uh, we start with the prologue of John's Gospel, John 1, 1 to 18. Uh, and so we have been in Luke's Gospel in the Nativity, um, uh, in nativity stories, but now we switch to John's. So let's read and break open John's Gospel this morning together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God, He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, He gave power to become children of God to those who believe in his name, who were were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the Father's only begotten Son, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, saying, This was he 
of whom I said, the one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. From his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace. Because while the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. The only begotten Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. And my friends, I mean... Yes, truer words were never spoken. Praise God. From, from I mean, this reading is so incredibly gorgeous, and there is so much to unpack in it. And 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 the truth is, we're not even going to scratch the surface, nor n- nor could we. Not not in a brief podcast. Uh, nor do I have the wherewithal to do that. But let's just hit some of the the highlights of what we know and where it's pointing us. Because that's really the idea. Where is it pointing us that we, then you and I, can take that and just sit and sit with it the rest of the day and ponder it? First of all, uh, remember that I said only two Gospels have infancy narratives, Matthew and Luke. Uh, when we celebrate the Feast of the Magi this weekend, that's going to come from Matthew. Only Matthew's Gospel has that happening. Uh, earlier this week, we talked about Simeon and Anna. That's only in Luke's Gospel, uh, the presentation at the temple, things like that. But only those two. Mark's Gospel starts with John the Baptist, Jesus as an adult. No infancy narratives. Well, John, John's Gospel has no infancy narratives either. But they take Jesus all the way back, back to the start, how Jesus was with God and was God before the creation of, of the universe. Uh, and, and John, the writer of John's gospel, starts specifically with the words in the beginning, which match the first words from the book of Genesis, the first book of the Hebrew scriptures, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so that writer writes and, st- and, and, and says that, not coincidentally, specifically to remind us that, okay, in the beginnings, God created. In the beginning was the Word, meaning, capital W, by the way, in the beginning was the Word, meaning Christ. And all of this creation came to be in and through him. That's exactly where he goes, the writer, he or she, and they, if it was a community. And the word was with God and the word was God. So all that was created came to be through him, meaning his work. He is one with God. He's very clearly stating Jesus's uh, oneship. You know, it's one of those where if you want to look at the humanity of God, of Jesus, excuse me. Uh, Mark's gospel brings that out so beautifully. If you want to look at the godship of Jesus, John's gospel is is the one you want to go to. Uh, and all of them paint a full and accurate uh, description. All together, we, we get a, an idea of who, who Christ was. But this idea that Jesus was with God from the beginning... And how, again, this is, I, I, I take this from Richard Rohr, I take so much from him, but how, and this comes through John Duns Scotus and, and, uh, and St. Bonaventure and Francis, that idea that uh, Jesus was not plan B, that, that creation happened and uh, then 
you know, after we, we sinned and, and we fell and, and, and that relationship was lost and we were out of the garden, that then God thought, okay, we can send somebody in to rectify this situation. But uh, what these doctors and these incredible people, these doctors of the church and, and incredible thinkers are saying is, no, from the very beginning, Jesus was plan A. From the very beginning, he was with God. He was God. And he participated in the creation of the world. And all of that was leading toward him becoming one with us. Um, I, it was one of my favorite, I mean, this idea. Uh, all things came to be through him. Okay, without him, nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life. And this life was the light of the human race. What came to be through him was life. And this life was the light of the human race. Brothers and sisters, you want to know what the will of God is. You want to know what God is, where God manifests God's self, where we see him, where we participate in him. Look within your lives, look around your life, look within the world and see where there is life and light. Because that is those are the calling cards of God. Those are the fingerprints of God uh, in our life. And, and brothers and sisters, we participate in that just as he, Jesus, participated in that life and light that is God. What came to be through him was life, and this life was the light of the human race. Just as he participated in that life and light of God, so we participate in that life and light of Christ. It's what we are baptized into, Right? You know, John Paul II, so this is not weird uh, New Age stuff. We are another Christ. He, John Paul said it, Christianus Alter Christus. Look at the beginning of his book, Crossing the Threshold of Hope. We, in our baptism, die to ourselves and rise a new creation in Christ. We become another Christ. It's why, brothers and sisters, you and I are given a candle at our baptism. Okay, we were too young to hold the candle. It was given to our parents and our godparents that said, keep this candle burning brightly until you and I grasp that candle and say yes to it, officially, sacramentally, at our confirmation, but, but often, and, and, and I hope so, before that. And we participate and say yes to that today so that light lives in us, the light that is Christ, the light that is God. And, and to the extent that we say yes to that, that light and life live through us. Um, oh, it's just, I mean, it's so good. Uh, oh, blah, blah. I mean, there's so much. Again, I could go line by line, but this is a short podcast and I want to keep it fairly short. Um, uh Oh, it's just so good. He was in the world. Now, again, we're speaking of Jesus. It goes off and talks about John the Baptist for a little bit here, too. But now we're back to Jesus. Jesus was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. But those who did accept him, Jesus gave power to become children of God for those who believe in his name. Again, those who are born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by man's decision, but of God. And we're going to see that three chapters later, right? In John 3.16, or, or earlier in John, not 3.16, but earlier in John 3, when Jesus is talking to Nicodemus and says, unless a man is born again, um, that we have to be born of the Spirit. That's what that means. Born from above. Not by, uh, you know our own choice, but of God, that we must say yes to that light and not 
want to carry our own light because that is just a dim reflection. Um, but carry the light of God in us. And the more we say yes to that, and, and again, no to our own agenda, the more we die to ourselves. that, you know, again, living that baptism out, that light and life lives through us. That light, which, by the way, cannot be put out. Isn't that the best? The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. It cannot, because light and life are stronger than death and darkness. Jesus proved it in the resurrection. It did everything he could to put it out. But God raised Christ from the dead. Light and life are stronger than darkness and death. Last things I'll say, (laughs) and it deserves so much more. And the Word, meaning Jesus, capital W, the Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory. We saw his glory. The glory is the Father's only begotten Son, full of grace and truth. And how, brothers and sisters, we... Because of that, receive grace upon grace. I mean, that's what life and light looks like. From his fullness, we have all received grace in place of grace. Um, and, and it says, no one has ever seen God. The only begotten son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. Brothers and sisters, the rest of the gospel, so this is John, the prologue of John's gospel. It doesn't end chapter 1. If we go on further, it, it, it then uh, transfers more to fully John the Baptist um, and, uh, and <clears throat> him pointing to Christ. But the rest of John's gospel is going to reveal to us what God looks like. All the gospels do that. I mean, Paul says it very clearly that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. And if, brothers and sisters, you and I have the audacity to believe that, if you and I have the the courage to believe that Jesus reveals God to us, that no one has seen God, but the only begotten Son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him, then the world suddenly becomes good and we can breathe and we can exhale and know that God is on our side. Because if the Gospels reveal who God is in Christ, if Jesus truly was the Word and, and is one in Christ, was with or in one with God and was with God from the very beginning and was plan A all the time and from him we receive grace upon grace and, and that light and life are in him and they become ours by extension of being baptized into him. If all of this is true, God is radically for us. We are his children, as this prologue says, not by our choice or anything, but by God's, because we are immersed there and we say yes. We are, I mean, it's, it's just, it's beyond good, brothers and sisters, it's beyond good. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, his being God. The glory that Jesus reveals to us. I I mean, my friends, we cannot help but celebrate that for eight days, can we? Because that is so worth celebrating. Merry Christmas. uh, During this time of incarnation. Um, Yeah. Amen. So let's pray. 
Uh, again, we're on the Luminous Mysteries this week. We're not going to get them all done. I don't know that I'm going to have a podcast tomorrow. may or may not happen. But uh, let's just do the second Luminous Mystery today. So let's bring our intercessions and place them firmly in the hands of our Blessed Mother to take them uh, before the throne of God and trust that our God desires them. Our God is on our side. He desires to hear what we have to say. Grace upon grace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The second luminous mystery is the wedding feast at Cana. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, blessings on this New Year's Eve. Celebrate this new year well, what God has for us this time of new beginnings. Uh, but celebrate the incarnation well as well. Merry Christmas.